0: Say, today you're going to hear.
1: Today you're going to hear.
0: Can you say it seriously?
1: Today you're going to hear.
0: Don't put your mouth on my (laughs) mouth. Say, today.
1: Today.
0: Say, what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to say? Just say, what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to say? You're supposed to say, today you're going to hear highlights from my mom's radio show. Say, today you're going to hear highlights from my mom's radio show.
1: Today you're going to hear highlights from my mom's radio show.
0: <laughs> now say the important stuff.
1: Important stuff. No, say. My mom's podcast is brought to you by Cure International. Stay heal kids. Find out more on my mom's website, com. Can I have a cookie? Yes.
0: As payment for being the announcer, Jesse Williams, you may have a cookie. Booyah! here we go. I'm just a radio girl. I love things that talk to me. You LOL. I I did. I truly laughed out loud. Now, this may be the dumbest thing in the whole world, but it worked on me. There's a dog chasing a train. He invited us. Hey, Natalie, how old are you? Six. I will pray with you now. Before you leave, I have to pray with you. I'm here for the people in the hood. (laughs) You know, Jesus is my very, very best friend. Pray without ceasing, which is not some sort of so heavy I can't do it command. It is this breath of fresh air that I am involved in what God is doing in the earth today. I'm Lisa. I'm great. Everything's fine. Somebody just wrote on my Facebook page, Please get your mom on Facebook. We want to be her friend. Do you want to be on Facebook? What is that? Are you on Twitter? I talked to the mailman. <laughs> is that Twitter? Life with Lisa Williams is like a cake. Run around in the sun. Exactly. Put a sprinkler in the yard. This is life. This is, this. This is, this is life. life. This is life.
2: Life. 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 This is life with Lisa Williams.
0: Gary Smalley made a big impact on a lot of people because he wrote so many books and he spoke on the radio so many times and he was a public speaker too. I mean, he was a man who really left his legacy in words behind and he went to heaven on Sunday. So I wanted to share with you something that he said. Affirming words from moms and dads are like light switches. Speak a word of affirmation at the right moment in a child's life, and it's like lighting up a whole room full of possibilities. So here's a wow God story for you from a woman who you may have heard last week because she told her story about her husband, Drew. Natalie Twiddell's husband, Drew, was training to be a Navy SEAL, and he died in Training, um, but the day before he passed away, they had this conversation, and this is Natalie's wild God story.
1: We went to Fort Logan National Cemetery. We went to honor soldiers, and that was very important to Drew and to myself. Well, while we were there, I it was just the power of the Holy Spirit really prompting my heart. Of, to ask Drew what would happen if he died. There were practical questions. I just could not remember where he would want to be buried. I mean, there were, there were a list of questions and I started crying and I, I sat down, I said, Drew, because we were watching families around us grieving and standing over the graves of so, their soldier. And I said, please, please do don't make me be one of those families. And, you know, I I mean, just as a wife, you just you can't imagine your life um, without the other. Um, And I remembered this the next day. He said, Natalie, when I die, you know that It is my body that is here and I am with the Lord. And that was just this powerful truth that really rang true that next day. And I really, I remembered that thinking it is his body that is here, but he is with the Lord. And there was this, almost this perspective that I could see my mind going either to the left or to the right of this eternal, the eternal perspective and the temporary that, okay, he's not here. And I definitely felt that and grieved and wept. Um, but God was gracious to bring the eternal that, wow, Drew is with Jesus right now. There was this clinging to that, you know, to that hope that he was, he was receiving, um, he was receiving, I mean, so much. He was before the Lord. And he had told me that the day before. The day before. Sweet. And he was buried there. At least it was five days later he was buried there at that cemetery.
0: That's Natalie's wow God story. And if you want to hear her full story, you can find it at lifewithlisawilliams.com. You cannot pump your own gas in Oregon. I'm Lisa Williams. I want to make sure you know this in case you ever are in Oregon or New Jersey. Um, I was in Oregon this weekend. I went to a conference. It was just a quick trip. And as I was returning my rental car at the airport, I realized I needed gas. So I stopped by a 7-Eleven and I forgot. You don't pump your own gas. So I got out of the car and I opened the gas um, tank and picked up the gas pump and put it inside. And there in my peripheral vision was a young man running towards me as fast as he could. Now, when you're at a gas station and somebody is running at you, I mean, the first thought is, uh uh-oh, right? So I turned and looked and it was the guy who worked there. And he, as quick as lightning, took that out of my hand and began pumping the gas. And I said, I'm sorry, I forgot I was in Oregon. And then it took him a long time to get back to me and I only needed a little bit of gas. So I almost took the pump out myself. And then I saw the sign, $500 fine if you pump your own gas. So I waited. And so I wanted to just, you know, put that in your brain in case you're ever traveling in Oregon or New Jersey. Don't try to pump your own gas. Here's a quote from Louis Giglio to help you think about God today. Nothing is ordinary. Life is an endless series of little miracles. The difference between living and existing is noticing. I have to say that last part again. The difference between living and existing is noticing busy, 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 busy. I know that's how it gets sometimes, but don't forget to dream. Maybe even take some time over the next five minutes and daydream a little bit. Let your mind just think about wonderful things that have happened in the past or beautiful things you hope for the future. Don't forget to dream even though you're busy, busy, busy. My goodness, I have learned so much from being friends with Carrie Scott. My name's Lisa Williams, and Carrie is a friend who wrote the book Untangled. And through the process of studying that book with some friends, I came to terms with a lot that I thought I was okay, but the reality is motivated by many places inside that need a lot of healing. So I appreciate it when Carrie stops by and shares. And today it's about how when you learn about your temperament and who you are and how God made you, it can help you in your relationships it can help you understand yourself and really appreciate what God made when he made you I think the bottom line for me what I love so much about this is we spend so much time thinking that we're bad and thinking that we're wrong and thinking that we're defective we don't feel confident in who we are we're ashamed we are we feel guilty for having emotions or having too little or whatever it might be we, we are constantly cutting ourselves down and making excuses for who we are and I think the whole point of today and what we want to share with you is that who you are is glorious and you may not be perfect, nobody is, but who you are is on purpose, it's intentional, and the Lord created you this way. And our hope for you is that you will find out just how God made you, find out the wonderful things about you and you will own them and you will stand strong in them and you will understand the amazing awesomeness of you. If you want to tell your wow God story, that moment in life where God showed up undeniably, the number is 888-848-LISA. Here's a story from Randy.
2: When my wife went to get uh, set to have a baby, um, I went to the bathroom and I told God, thank you for the daughter that um, he's given us. And I told him I'd raise her her up in his ways and teach um, her about him. And what ended up happening is after she has, um, Raylan, that's our daughter, um, she stopped breathing when we were spending time with her in the room and, um, I ran out of the room and the nurses ran her back and they took her to a room where they were hooking her up to a whole bunch of tubes and stuff and me and my wife were crying because, you know, we thought we were going to lose our daughter, um, and they ushered us back to our room and closed the blinds and wouldn't let us see her. So we were really scared then. Then we went to the room, and I told my wife, I said, well, the only thing I know to do is pray. So we started to pray. Well, before I could pray, something was speaking over me. So I stopped praying, and I listened, and I heard a voice come to me and said, um, did I not promise you this this daughter that I've given you? He said did you not say you would raise her up in, in my ways and teach her about me and he and he spoke really deep he says i'm in that room and i just i stopped crying i told my wife i said um i think we're going to be good she goes why i said I, I know for sure i just heard from the lord and she goes okay and um uh, not even a minute after i said that to her the nurse walked in and says she's going to be fine she goes she has some claustrum stuck in um way in between her lungs and her um, mouth and we got that all cleared out and she's going to be wonderful so, yeah, that was a very, very uh, powerful thing that we went through, and I just want to share that with you guys.
0: There's a woman named Deborah who got terrible news 10 months ago. My name's Lisa Williams, and after you hear this story, if you want to share it or read it yourself, it's at the top of my Facebook page. Just look for Life with Lisa Williams. So Deborah was in a grocery store shopping, and she got a phone call from her brother with the terrible news that their father had ended his life. And Deborah um, was just at a grocery store and she began to scream and cry. And there were people coming into the grocery store and they could have passed her by or acted like she was weird, but that's not what they did at all. They surrounded her. People surrounded her. They got her cell phone. They were able to you know, say, what is your code? And they got into her cell phone and found her husband's phone number and called him. One woman said, may I pray for you? And she said, yes. And Deborah says she remembers hearing this prayer in Jesus' name, thinking I'm a Jewish woman and my Jewish father has died. And she said, it still brings tears to her eyes as she thinks about this Christian woman praying for her at the front of the grocery store. Eventually they were able to get her to the back of the store and- Now, 10 months later, she has written an open letter thanking these people who were so kind to her on the worst day of her life. She remembers the kindness, the love, and the prayers that were given to her unexpectedly and compassionately. It's kind of sad that sometimes we don't see the high value in someone until they leave the earth. And when they go to heaven, we look at their life and go, oh my goodness, What a gift. And so I'm appreciating the gift of Gary Smalley this whole week. My name is Lisa Williams. And as I've been reading his quotes and thinking about the body of his work, I've just been overwhelmed by how much he invested through his books, through his radio. Um, programs, Gary Smalley, through his speaking, through his example, just an incredible gift he was to the earth. And so I wanted to leave you with something that he said um, as you head into your weekend that could possibly be one more example of the fruit of his life. If these words affect you in a positive way, one more reason to say, thank you, God, that you made Gary Smalley. Here's something that he said. It doesn't matter what others do to me or what circumstances I face every day. I determine all my feelings, sad or happy, by what I choose to think and how I choose to react to what happens to me. I love that kind of freedom. Selfies versus shark attacks. That was the statistic that was studied about 2015. My name's Lisa Williams, selfies lost. More people lost their life in 2015 because they were taking a selfie than shark attacks killed people in 2015. That is just crazy to my brain. Like in New York, they have now banned taking selfies with tigers, which tells me somebody was taking a selfie with a tiger and it didn't go well for them. In Mumbai, India, they have banned taking selfies in many places because of people losing their lives. And in certain parks, they have banned selfies with elk because the elk were getting irritated. (laughs) Maybe we should all be getting irritated. (laughs) Apparently, young people really like taking selfies because they're documenting their lives. And some girls are taking up to 45 minutes of selfies a day. So I just wanted to throw that out there for your consideration and maybe re-evaluation. More people lost their lives because of taking selfies in 2015 than from shark attacks. Sometimes when you read a story, maybe you react the same way I do when it's just amazing. I'll I'll just say, wow, God, I mean, this story of the pastor in Idaho who was shot a few days ago after he was hosting a campaign rally for Ted Cruz. He was the last one to lock up. And as he was getting into his car, he was shot six times in the church parking lot. And it was from like 15 feet away. There were 10 rounds shot. Six of them hit the pastor, one of them in the head and he's going to survive. He is supposed to be getting out of the hospital in just a couple of days. It's like, what? Wow, God. And then it appears that the one who shot him is related to someone who works at the mission there where where they help people with addictions. I mean, this pastor, Tim Remington, uh, he's an Assembly of God pastor in Idaho. This pastor, Like selflessly with his family worked so hard to help those with addictions and now they just say they're praying for the young man. Uh, They believe his name is Kyle and they are praying for Kyle and praying for him and praying for him. It is definitely a wild God story. If you want to read it or share it um, or maybe just spend some time praying for Kyle and for Pastor Tim, it's at the top of my Facebook page waiting for you. Just look for Life with Lisa Williams. Hey, I'm Lisa Williams, and country singer Joey Feek is no longer battling cancer because she's in heaven. I want to tell you a story about her, but before I do, I want you to hear her voice. I need thee every hour, most gracious Lord. Such a pure and sweet voice. I mean, Joey was like an angel. She was certainly a gift to the earth, and now she is in heaven. And this country music duo of Joey and her husband, Rory, very loved. They've been very open about trials in their life. And so when she got cancer, you know, they shared that journey with everyone. And one thing that she said was that she just wanted one person. If only one person came to know the Lord because of her trial um, with cancer, it would make it all worth it. And you know, that prayer was answered in a really special, tangible way because her daddy gave his life to Christ. Before she left the earth, she got to see the deepest desire of her heart, and that is that all of her family would know Jesus. And so I wanted to encourage you, if there's something you're praying for that seems impossible, but has so much meaning like what Rory wanted, I just wanted to encourage you to keep praying, never stop believing. And if you want to read the story, you can find it at the top of my Facebook page. Look for Life with Lisa Williams.